Hey guys, this is Shruti and welcome back to Check In Story podcast. Today we have Garima Nag with us. She's a mother, a fashionista and a very passionate traveler. So today we're going to talk about her love for exploring places and know many of her stories. Hey Garima, hi. Hi Shruti, thanks for having me over. Thank you for being there. So how's it going? Uh, it's going great, traveling and exploring places. It's going great. Awesome. So since we're talking about traveling and exploring places, Garima, take us back to where it all began. You know, when did you start traveling and when did this travel um, bite you? Actually, um, I was working as a fashion designer and a manager in a fashion house. So I took a break from my profession when I had my first child. Mm-hmm. So uh, blogging just started as a hobby, basically. I wanted to, you know, share my experience, write a few stories and just, I never thought of it as a profession earlier. Then uh, somehow it picked up, people started reacting and they said, wow, you, I mean, it's good, you should go ahead with it. And later I thought of uh, inculcating my passion for travel and beauty and fashion along with that. So, yeah. Um, that's how sharing sharing came into existence. It has actually opened up a whole new avenue for me. I made many friends online who share similar experience from the field of art and life. So, you know, this is the best thing about blogging is that I could do it from any part of the world. I could literally carry my work with me. So uh, being a mother, this has been the best thing happened to me so far. That's about it. Well, that is awesome. How many kids do you have, Garma? I have two. A daughter and a son. Oh my God! So how do you manage, like you know, taking care of your kids, then responsibility, then your work, then blogging, and even traveling at the same time? I'm sure all the mothers out there who want to travel would love to know about it. Well, to tell you, it is not easy, but it's not impossible. No, I'm sure it is uh, not easy. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> actually, with kids, you 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 actually have so many responsibility with kids. You cannot travel light, first of all. You need to carry, you know, a magician sack with you. You just have to, if somebody needs something, you just have to, you know, put your hand in that sack and take it out immediately. That's how you have to be. But uh, it's all boils down to time management, basically. You have to manage your time. If you prioritize, that's how you can manage. Otherwise, you're just going to mess up everything. And um, basically, what I've learned from uh, my experience of traveling with kids is that you don't have to pay a lot of attention to them. Just let them be. Let them enjoy, the exp- let them experience. If you pay a lot of attention to them, they will trouble you. So whenever I trouble with my kids, I just keep an eye on them, but let them do their own stuff. So in that time, they are enjoying, I'm doing my stuff, and that's how I manage. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So how old are your kids? <laughs> uh, my daughter has just turned seven, and my son is uh, four. Oh my god, so that's they're pretty, pretty young. young. <laughs> yeah, then. Uh, but then, uh, like, when you travel, do you take your kids along with you? Yeah, always, always. It's always a family travel. Wow, I mean, I must say salute to you. Because, Thank you. yeah, actually, taking care of the kids and what if they run away here and there, and there's, there's a lot of work, you see? Yeah, and uh, I must give a little bit of, you know, uh, I should appreciate my husband, and he really uh, takes care of them very nicely. So, um, whenever um, we go out, so he's the person who look after as in he just monitor the activities of the kid while I do my stuff. So that's how some somehow we manage. So, oh, yeah. so it's Basically, a joint effort. It, it, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Everything in marriage is a joint effort. <laughs> you can't work 
and uh, there are a lot many tourist spots and uh, we went to dara park which has a beautiful sunset point so it was beautiful and uh, i think every every single traveler a world traveler should visit south korea at least once it's a beautiful country well fantastic so uh since you said that you're always traveling with kids and you know i i have been talking with so many of the travelers right now and many of them have different kind of view when it comes to the company that you travel with so some of them are like yeah. uh, some of them are like you know um i love having company with me because sharing the experience with somebody is priceless and some of them were like just going off solo and you know when you get to spend more time with your own self so which category do you mm-hmm. belong in when i travel with my family i mean basically i don't have to worry about my kids because you know if you don't take care of kids or if you're not traveling with your family obviously being a mom i'm worried about them mm-hmm. either i have half of my mind would be at home and what what my kids are doing or i have to arrange for a nanny and uh, you know i actually can't uh, trust anybody else with my with my kids and uh, actually i enjoy their company i pretty much enjoy their company because you know at times they come up with such a great idea um, their activities it you know it energizes me mom uh, sometimes i feel like oh I, let's not go out but they are like no mama we have to go out and we have come for a vacation we can't be sitting in the hotel room or the resort So I I think family travel is great and it's really important for kids as well because you know when you travel with your family it takes away stress and breaks the monotony uh there is you're following a routine there's school there office and the regular stuff you're doing so it is a great way to break that monotony and there are extra curricular activities that you do so all this is just take away it regenerate your body and mind so i think it's a great way to travel family travel yeah so it's a it's a great thing i think so your 7 year old and 4 year old kids actually you know like when you were just sitting in the hotel room ask you to go out and like yeah mom we are yeah. out on travel <laughs> that is amazing your kids are amazing yeah actually and they learn so many things shruti like you know uh, just i tell you here in south korea people are very very cooperative they are very polite so i think it's a great learning experience for kids as well so they uh, they learn about new places people culture and things so i think it's you know usually we live in our life bubble so when you travel that bubble it breaks and you have a whole new perspective of life whole new perspective of uh, world so i think uh, i love taking my kids out i think it's it's making memories kind of making memories for them so yeah it's an it's a good well, thing <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic i'm sure they will have loads of stories to you know write in their diary yeah. when they grow old and you know look back into the memories and stuff so that is yeah. that is really awesome yeah. so mm-hmm. um garima tell us uh, two good things about south korea too many good things to tell you uh, first of all this country is absolutely absolutely safe for travelers female travelers or if you're a solo traveler or female solo travelers absolutely safe i mean you can wear 
anything, just about anything and move out even in middle of the night. Uh, there, because I've been living here since last two years. So there has never been an instant where I felt means awkward about my dress or the time I'm going out. So it is pretty safe. And uh, second thing is people, it's very clean. I mean, you will not uh, fi uh, find a uh, garbage or uh, anything around. People, you know, even if you litter, people will pick it up in front of you and put it in a dustbin. I mean, absolutely. People have great sense, civic sense here. They know how to take care of their surrounding, how to take care of their environment and how to be polite. And uh, people here are very sweet. They are very helping. Even if you, they don't understand your language, they will go out of your way, out of their way to help you out. That's, I think that's the best part. That's the best thing about South Korea. And literally, um, you will fall in love with this country once you come here. Well, I'm sure. So all you listeners out there, you know where to head. The South Korea it is. <laughs> so cool. So Garima, tell us, all the listeners who want to come to South Korea now, what is the best time for them to come there? Uh, South Korea, basically, it has all the weathers. I mean, in spring beautiful spring then you have autumn awesome autumn um, then winter if you are it depends i mean what's your preference if you like summer there uh, you'll have many beautiful beaches to hit and there's spring blossom there are so many festival that goes in that season spring blossom and cherry blossom it is one of the most famous uh, festival and uh, if you're visiting it in the winters you'll have beautiful snowfall so I think pretty much around the year you can come and visit South Korea. It's not a problem at all. So that's amazing. So people can go to South Korea anytime they want to. Like so. Yes. <laughs> so if people want to go out for a holiday, then I think South Korea would be a very good option for them. Yes. There is no off season, folks. Any day, yeah. So moving on, uh, let's talk about food. So Karima, tell us, which mm -hmm. is that one dish from South Korea that you would recommend to our listeners? See, uh, I I am a vegetarian, mm -hmm. but <laughs> I will I can tell you some really nice dishes that you all should sample when you uh, visit South Korea. There's one dish that is called bibimbap. Uh, it is basically wow. rice it, with uh, as, um, assorted vegetables, and it is very fresh, very refreshing, and it is uh, um, there are seaweed. Then their assortment of vegetables. So I think you should try it once. It's very healthy, and you can get it absolutely anywhere. Any Korean restaurant, local restaurant, anything you'll get it. And second thing is kimchi. <laughs> that is basically uh, the achar we make uh, in India. Because so it is form of fermented vegetable basically, and it is uh, even the flavor is somewhat like our khatta achar. So definitely, I think uh, all the traveler who have uh, uh, that kind of palate. You know, something tangy and savory, if they like, they're going to love um, uh, this kimchi. And here in South Korea, when we pose, we don't say cheese, we say kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool. That's that's amazing. So, uh, where do you get the best food in South Korea? I think uh, being a traveler, I always prefer to sample the local food. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so uh, kimchi and bibimbap and that that is one more dish that is called bulgogi. Bulgogi is basically barbecue uh, beef. So, if you are a non-vegetarian, you will be in a food heaven. There's lot assortment of uh, seafood. Then uh, there is one bosam. Bosam is basically boiled pork belly, which is sliced and it is uh, served with the uh, sauce, different uh, sauces. You just have to take a green leaf, 
put the pork belly inside put some sauce and you have to take that in one single gulp so you know food is basically a kind of experience here they south koreans they respect their food a lot they have a proper sitting arrangement and there is a way to present and serve food so it is a big you know it's a big thing for them it's not like we just sit and hog it's very proper so i think if you are in south korea should definitely check out a food, local uh, south korean restaurant so basically these all things are available like almost like everywhere in south korea the things yeah. that you mentioned yes Well, yeah. that is amazing. Well, I when <laughs> since we are talking about South Korea, and you know, I have read a lot about the South Korean beer. Like you know, there are no rules on drinking there, and bars are open like twenty four hours. Yes. So, what do you have to say about it's, that? It's a free flowing country. <laughs> the booze flows, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about the famous South Korean beverage that is called soju. Soju, okay. it's an alcoholic drink, mm-hmm. and which contains ethanol and water. Mm-hmm. it is actually it's uh, it's made from rice wheat or barley mm-hmm. and it is completely you know it is a transparent just like water so you drink it neat you don't have to mix it with water or anything else you just take it in a shot glass and gulp it down and it's very very strong i've heard i although i don't drink but i've heard because you wherever you go they will offer you soju and it is most popular alcoholic beverage in korea actually so whenever you are in south korea girls try soju yes try soju yeah. <laughs> cool that's that's nice so moving on uh, let's talk about your blog that is sweetsharing.com like i had read a couple of articles in that and that were really amazing but there's this one article that really caught my eye was um you wrote about the shoe problem that we all face while traveling generally we don't talk about it but yes we do face a lot of shoe problems and it needs a lot of fixes so could you tell us like a couple of shoe problems there and the fixes for that yeah um, the idea came actually um, you know whenever you travel it's not just your shoe that might create problem it is other shoes or their feet yeah. that might create problem as well so uh, i remember once i was sitting in a bus and the traveler sitting next to me he was he dozed off he left his sock and shoe and it was so smelly i couldn't breathe so let me tell you a quick fix for sweaty and smelly feet first <laughs> so first of all when you know that you sweat a lot and you have a smelly feet so try to take along number of you know uh, at least 10 to 15 pairs of socks with you you have to change it <laughs> you have to keep changing it and always keep a talcum powder handy with you and if possible if you're carrying a pair of shoes give it in a laundry um, because here uh, here in uh, in south korea they do shoe cleaning in the laundry as well dry cleaners they do shoe cleaning as well so you can always give it for a clean up yeah second is you know this uh, arch pain when you wear heel mm-hmm. especially you know all these uh, all women they we all love high heels don't we for high heels of course we can't stop wearing them so mm-hmm. there's always insoles available comfortable insole especially for the high heels mm-hmm. so buy few of them branded ones they really give you a nice comfort uh, comfortable uh, feeling so if even if you're wearing high heel for longer uh, longer hours it's really going to be not that painful so yeah insoles invest in some nice branded insoles 
Well, those were some <laughs> great shoe hacks and shoe fixes. This is for all the <laughs> listeners out there. If you want to know more about the shoe fixes and shoe problems, then I will definitely put the link of her blog in the podcast notes below, and you can check it out. So, moving on, Garima. You know, when we travel, <laughs> we have so many stories happening because of obviously traveling gives us lots of stories to talk about. So, tell us one yeah. of the funniest thing that ever happened to you while traveling. Uh, the many things happen actually. Let me tell you a story. It is an actually an airport story. Mm-hmm. I was at uh, Bangkok airport, mm-hmm. and uh, I was tired, and I was trying to call my family. So I was on on a call, and uh, there was uh, someone who was walking ahead of me. I wanted to go to a restroom. So nice, lustrous hair, and sh- that uh, he, uh, that person was just like uh, walking in front of me. So I was talking on my mobile, and just I was following that person. So uh, after five minutes or so, because Bangkok airport, you know, it's a big airport. So I kept walking, and after five minutes, uh, when I finished talking to, on my phone, I was in the men's room restroom, <laughs> and oh. the person I was thinking was yeah, was a woman was not a woman. He was a man uh, with long lustrous hair, <laughs> and I followed him to. Men's restroom. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I just ran out. I just closed my eyes and I ran out. Oh, <laughs> happens. Okay. <laughs> Thank God nobody caught you there. Yeah. <laughs> and that that person was looking at me and smiling, smirking. <laughs> oh, even he understood that you mistook him for a woman. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was funny. Cool. So, okay, moving on. Which is that one place uh, you think should be there on every traveler's bucket list? Um, I think Seoul or Seoul, as we uh, pronounce it, mm-hmm. hands down. I mean, it's a beautiful. It's a, it's a metropolis. Uh, here, you'll get to uh, experience the culture of South Korea as well as there is. Ev- means you'll find something for every age group. Youngsters, they have. Great uh, nightlife pubs and discotheques and everything for for kids. They have nice amusement parks for oldies. They have nice big parks to stroll and I think Seoul Seoul tops the list. Well, that's amazing. You know, there's one interesting thing that I read recently about Seoul is that you know the taxis are color coded there. Like you know, gray or white taxis are basic cars with. less experienced drivers yeah. and black cabs are you know a bit more luxurious and have more experienced drivers yes. and and also yes. i've read yes. that uh, yeah. you know um, s- like the apartments are really high tech there and people have like a very high standard of living there some of them actually have robots to do the household work yes that's true that's oh, true that i wish that was in india <laughs> too we would have given all the work to yeah. the robot there yeah. <laughs> so um since we're talking about so much of traveling and since you you have traveled so much um garima tell us how do you manage the money? any part of it like how do you manage your finances as far as travel is concerned and since you said that you travel with kids so there is like you mm-hmm. might have to take care of everything so how do you manage all of that i think uh, uh, that's um, money hacks basically it all boils down to planning again because it's not that we don't uh, we just get up and decide to travel it's always well planned with kids when you're traveling with kids you have to really you know put a lot of thought so we always try uh, we and uh, the one thing that i can suggest to the travelers is don't go in the peak seasons if you are a compulsive traveler like me or you love traveling and travel a lot don't go in peak seasons just try to book your travel and plan your travel towards the uh, off season because everything will get for cheaper rates 
and you will the place will not be crowded as much and you'll get a better service that's one thing i always try to do and um, secondly um, um, that's a very basic thing but uh, let me share it with you i always take wrinkle free clothes you know the clothes which require minimum maintenance because at times if you have crinkled clothes you will need to give it for wash and dry clean or ironing so laundry cost a bomb when you travel so having mix matched clothes and take mix match the clothes which can mix and match so don't have to carry a whole suitcase with you so i think and chunky jewelry is to give you a different look nice hats scarves or some nice statement piece jewelries nice footwears a couple of them maybe two or three so when you mix it mix and match you will have a new dress to flaunt So yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. That's great. So yeah, now our listeners know what exactly to do. Yeah. So, uh, Garima, tell us what's next for you. Where are you traveling next? Uh, we are planning to go um, head to Japan or Thailand this summer in the coming months, maybe. Well, yeah. I had the privilege to talk with one of our guests, that is Michelle Vargasi, mm-hmm. and she was in love with Japan and Japanese food. She still is. So you know, I, I'll send you the link of the podcast. If you listen to it, you will come to know that it's an amazing place, and probably you might get a little help how oh, to be there. Yeah. You know, a little bit of tips oh. of Japan. Please do that. I'll yeah, really I'll definitely yeah. do that. So Garima, on a parting note, do you have some last message or some travel tips for our listeners i i would just want to say one thing take time out for travel i mean uh for me travel is not something that you have to do it comes naturally you know travel it's not a luxury don't think that as a luxury that oh okay i can travel it's it should be it's um, like a learning process basically you learn a lot you get to meet people and it's a win win situation i think and it opens up your mind uh, because we tend to live in a bubble we think in a pattern we we live our life in a pattern so when you travel it's it's kind of an eye opener so i think every single person should travel at least twice a year and uh, that does help you not only help you as a person but it helps you in your relationships in your skills and everything so traveling is the way to go i must say absolutely absolutely and we couldn't agree more well thank you garima thank you so much for being with us today it was so nice talking to you thank you shruti for having me over once again and i really enjoyed pretty interesting questions and lovely lovely talking to you Awesome. Well, that was Garima, and I'm sure all the mothers out there must have got a lot to take home from this. And South Korea, indeed, is a beautiful place. So while you guys plan your trip to South Korea, I will be planning the next exciting episode for you people with a new guest and some interesting new stories. Till then, keep traveling, have loads of fun, and come on, you just have one life. Live it to the fullest. So for now this is Shruti signing off keep listening to our podcast for more travel tips and travel inspiration and for that do not forget to subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud